Shalom, this is Yara Ben Emmett with the Torah Watchman Podcast channel. Hope everyone's doing well. The title of this podcast is How an Ancient Curse Tablet Has Shaken the World Apart as far as secular, secularism and those people that believe in the holy words of God. What am I talking about? I'm talking about an ancient curse tablet, okay? Um, let me um, go and read something to you real quick. Uh, please bear with me. Okay, I want to read to you uh, from the book of uh, Davarim and Deuteronomy very quickly, okay? In Deuteronomy 11, um, uh, these are some of the last words in Testament of Moshe Rabino before he died. And he was giving instructions and warnings and potents and things of this nature. If you do this, you'll be blessed. If you do this, you'll be cursed. Okay? So reading through this, there were two mountains defined for this. So he was instructing Joshua, when you cross with the 12 tribes of Israel, first thing you do, you go to these mountain peaks. They're close together. Mount Abel was for curses. Mount Gerizim, uh, Gerizim was for blessings. Well, this curse tablet that I'm getting to was found there. It actually was some excavations conducted near the city of Nablus, okay? Near the city of Nablus, um, um, where Mount Abel is located, beginning in 1980s. However, however, in, in uh, December 2019, um, Mr., um, the doctor, I believe his name was Scott Stripling, He's archaeologist that was on the field there. There also were were um, um, some Palestinian archaeologists, Jordanian archaeologists there. You know, when you have scientific review and things of discoveries, uh, you want to bet each other if you really are are good scientists. You know, but anyway, they found this this curse tablet, and this curse tablet is no bigger than two centimeters by two centimeters square. Okay, think about two inches square. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure what the outside uh, construction of the stone was. Maybe it was uh, granite, basalt, uh, marble, something like that, other than sandstone, because it wouldn't have lasted this long. But anyway, they found a. it was like a book because it was folded closed and it was sealed by lead. Yes, lead, you know, and lead was was is a pliable kind of metal. If you molten it, if you heat it up or whatever, you can actually put letters and indentions and symbols and things like that in in that. Anyway, they were afraid when they discovered in in December 2019 that they if they did touch it too much, examine it too much, try to get a little pick and try to open it up, they would destroy the evidence. So what did they do? Well, they sent it to the Czech Republic. They had some advanced radiological labs there. As you know, when you go to your favorite dentist, you have a, a lead vest on you because it has to protect you against the x-rays, but x-rays will not penetrate lead. So you need something like high-speed electrons and neutrinos to go and penetrate it. What did they discover? 40 Hebrew characters, Proto-Hebrew. Uh, and, uh, and what did they say? Well, pretty much what I just told you. It said that Adonai will curse. Adonai will curse. Adonai will curse, curse, curse. Now, <clears throat> this is the same thing. This is the after-effect documentation after 
Dabarim Deuteronomy was written and sealed with the Ark of the Covenant as a scroll of parchment, the last fifth book of the books of Moses. Uh, this was an after actions documented event by probably by Joshua, where they actually recorded the event on Mount Abel and Mount Gerizim. Well, in rubble pile, you know, the scientists went there uh, and just, I, I guess, a second set of eyes of the things that people left. And rubble pile essentially is is refuge, is trash or whatever. But they found this. It's a miracle that they found it because I guess they knew what they're looking for. But anyway, the scientist, Mr. Stripling, first of all, saw glyphs on the outside part of he knew it was a cursed tablet because he's seen another cursed tablet. It probably looked, the characters looked probably similar to something you would see in ancient Phoenicia. Okay? So when they dated this thing, uh, please hold on. If you're sitting in a chair, please hold on to the arms of the chair because you may follow your seat. It, it, it was 3,400 to 3,500 years old. You heard me right. Jews were in the land of the promised land that long ago in the late Bronze Era and had a working, literate knowledge of reading and writing in Hebrew. And this is a staunch contrast to what most secularists you go to Harvard University about ancient history in the Middle East and things like that. They theorize that Jews 600 years later in Persia made all this stuff up. Okay, they wrote the five books of the Torah when they were a captive in Persia uh, and all of this because they said it's absolutely impossible for the Jews to actually be in Canaan and Canaan in the time that Moshe had described it in the books of, of Moses. Um, it's impossible these things can happen. Well, you know, this shows not only uh, were the the stories and account in the five books of the Torah, and this is also in Joshua chapter 2, I believe, about this too, Um, that people think it's a myth, think it's a story and legend, it's just oral tradition. It also is factual. So these archaeologists, even those people that were more secular, said, okay, okay, I know I didn't believe in this Bible mumbo-jumbo, but, you know, I'm going to use the Bible here as a uh, guide, as a master guide uh, for subject uh, material there of interest. And I'm going to use that as a guide and a blueprint. To maybe I can find other archaeological relics and things of this nature. But, you know, this is an amazing story. It's in the Houston Chronicles. Uh, it's in the U.S. Sun uh, publications. It's all over YouTube now. You have all the archaeologists that went to these conventions in Houston recently about this. Uh, this stories are breaking just within the last week. Folks, this is the biggest scientific discovery since Christopher Columbus sailed, sailed the Atlantic Ocean and discovered North America. Okay, It is greater than the Dead Sea Scrolls that date only to about 100 or 200 years before Common Era. Again, again, uh, in the Torah, and rabbis agree that, that Moshe went to Mount Sinai. He left Egypt, took the people of Israel out of Egypt's bondage around 3,500 years ago, and about 49 years after that, uh, in the wandering in the, in the wilderness of Zen because of sin and things of that nature, when they were ready to cross the Promised Land, a river Jordan, <clears throat> they document an account of going to these two mountains. They had Levitical priests there. They had, uh, they had um, uh, uh, 10 stones on each altar, one on Gerizim, one on uh, Ebel, and they had the Ten Commandments written written on each stone. So they had, you can imagine this, you have 
about three million Jews, Israelites, down in the plain, looking up to the Levites, holding their hands out, and issuing blessing and cursing and reading the Ten Commandments, uh, you know, from left to right. And you have a documented count, folks, that it actually did occur. Now, it's good. Uh, I'm a man of science, but sometimes you just have to fall back on faith. But, you know, here you, you see right now that we have scientific proof on Israel High that the Jews were in the land of Canaan that long ago. They were literate. They knew how to write. They had a written language. They knew how uh, to melt lead, maybe from meteorites. The lead has two primary active isotopes, 205 TB, I believe, and 202 TB. That's the initial on a periodic uh, table of the elements. So it's a radioactive isotope. It is great. You can go back thousands, if not millions of years, to based on the isotope. So this carb, this not carbon, I'm sorry, this radioactive isotope dating of that those atoms within that lead layer that was melted, uh, welded within that tablet, uh, was dated to 3,400 or 500 years ago. That dating is almost precisely what most rabbis today. Um, uh, uh, have concluded for the timing of all the events as described in the five books of Moshe in the, in the Torah. So anyway, I, with all the evil things going on in the world, I thought you might like some good news. I mean, the Dead Sea Scrolls were groundbreaking when we found them. Uh, the Sinai Bible uh, that was found... Uh, very interesting because it did not have any of the other stories and things you read about in the New Testament. Um, uh, just all these archaeological digs and everything else. I'm waiting for the Palestinians to find something to prove that they were always in the land. But, you know, the Jews today, uh, if they wanted to annex West Bank for Samaria, they have the legal right because this, this artifact, this curse tablet says the Jews were there. Bok Hashem, Shalom Aleichem, share the wealth of knowledge and love for everyone you know. Uh, go to YouTube, Word and Board, check out my videos there too. Whenever I hear something, a hot news thing like this, and especially it gets my heart rate up, like it is right now, I want to be the first one to get it out to you. So you can explore the, the uh, history and, and science and, and archaeology and all these wonderful things that's behind the Bible that you use as a blueprint for life and death. Yara Yara Ben Emmett signing out.